This is CBS News Bay Area with Juliet Goodrich. Hello, I'm Sarah Donchi, and tonight for Juliet, it has been more than a month since those powerful storms hit us, and a lot of places are still dealing with the aftermath today. Sea Cliff State Beach in Aptos was badly damaged, but now it's finally about to clear, be cleared up. This was a popular spot to camp before the storm, but with the seawall gone and roads and utilities washed away, all that's left is this, so it'll be closed for the rest of the year. The storm also washed away part of the pier at Seacliff State Beach. Park officials are planning to demolish it next week, but not before people can say their final goodbyes. A public farewell and beach cleanup will be held from noon to 2 p.m. tomorrow, and all are invited to attend. There's also a benefit concert in Capitola tomorrow where businesses flooded. The damage was so bad there it caught the attention of the White House. President Biden toured it last month. Tomorrow's concert is from noon to 6 at Esplanade Park. All proceeds will go toward the recovery efforts that are ongoing. Now we go to Oakland where police shot a motorcyclist. They say tried to carjack someone at gunpoint this afternoon. This all started in East Oakland near 98th and Bancroft and it ended at 107th and International Boulevard. And Makovic, join us now in the studio with more on the wild chase that led up to the shooting and more about the people who got hurt. So Anne, I know there was an officer that got hurt in this as well, right? Yes, luckily uh, both are going to live. The man who was shot by police was taken to the hospital and the motorcycle cop ended up with just minor injuries during that chase. But let's Take this back and start at the beginning. Here's a look from our chopper above the scene this afternoon. This is over 105th and International. At about a quarter to one, police say they spotted a motorcyclist speeding and weaving through traffic. So their police chopper started following him. That chase ended when the driver lost control, ditching the motorcycle, which did turn out to be stolen, by the way. Police say when he went down, his backpack fell off and a bunch of stolen stuff fell out of it, including Amazon packages not addressed to him. Then they say he tried to carjack a nearby driver on 107th Street with a gun. Officers were nearby, gave verbal commands to the motorcyclist to drop his firearm. He did not comply. For the safety of the victim, in our community, OPD officers discharged their firearms and struck the motorcyclist. So this is all still under investigation. We know two officers opened fire. Police won't say yet how many times the suspect was hit. And as for that suspect, we're told his injuries were not life-threatening. Police say they're going to release more information about him soon, Sarah. Imagine how the person he was allegedly trying to carjacking to carjack felt about all of this. Really scary scene over there in Oakland today. Thank you, Anne. Well, the shooting comes in the midst of a huge shakeup at the Oakland Police Department. The city is looking for a new chief after the mayor fired Leron Armstrong, who spoke out publicly today for the first time since that happened. I will always be yours. I will always be your Oakland chief. Uh, I love this city. It's my home. You'll see me around. This won't be the last you hear of me. Oakland Mayor Sheng Tao fired Leron this week without cause. That follows an independent report that found he mishandled a misconduct case against an Oakland police officer. Armstrong insists that he did nothing wrong and is now considering legal action. And Oakland is dealing with another problem. It's now on its ninth day of a ransom war attack that shut down city services. The attack is not affecting 911 calls, the city's financial data or fire department resources, but workers say any other service that requires a city computer is probably unavailable right now. Hackers hit last Wednesday and the city declared a state of emergency this week. I feel a little bit uncomfortable given the fact that they don't know when this is going to be resolved. 
Well, this has affected the ability to collect payments, process reports, and issue permits and licenses. So, for example, the planning and building department is closed to the public, so some construction projects had to be put on hold. An update now on the case of the man accused of running a drug lab that blew up his house in the Sunset District in San Francisco. A judge agreed to release him on home detention as his case moves to trial. 53-year-old Darren Price was in court today, did not enter a plea, though, to felony charges, including involuntary manslaughter, manufacturing a controlled substance, and child endangerment. Last week's blast killed Price's wife, 51-year-old Rita Price. Bradley burned her caretaker and seriously damaged two neighboring houses. Today, Price's attorney says they're relieved the judge will soon allow him to go home under certain conditions. He'll be on full home detention. He's not allowed to leave the premises unless he has prior approval from law enforcement or the sheriff's department. Of course, that poses a huge question tonight. Where will he go since his home was destroyed in the blast? The judge also ruled police can search Price's electronic devices and review his search history. While he will be able to see his children, he is not allowed to talk about the case with his family. Two thieves were caught on camera cutting their way into Oakland School for the Arts this week and stealing thousands of dollars worth of instruments. This happened twice this month. The Bill Graham Foundation got word of this, and now they're trying to help replace the stolen instruments. Organizers hope to raise $40,000 to help cover the cost before the school's spring concert. But it's much more than money. No, no two cellos sound alike, um, and also uh, in instrumentalists um, see their uh, instruments as an extension of their bodies. So more than the, the money, the morale is really hurt, and um, things are irreplaceable. So far, police have not made any arrests. A state assembly member introduced a bill this week that takes aim at tackle football for children. It would ban kids younger than 12 years old from playing in an organized tackle football league. Of course, there have long been concerns about the dangers of tackle football, concussions and other injuries. But critics of this say tackle football can be a positive space for young kids. It can teach them things they say that flag football cannot. And a previous bill issued on the same issue failed in 2018. So if this bill is successful, it could take effect in 2026. The FAA is considering fining SpaceX 175,000 bucks for failing to submit data ahead of a rocket launch back in August. The protocol predicts the probability of a collision in space. SpaceX was required to submit the data at least seven days before launching its Falcon 9 rocket, but it didn't. The FAA says the company now has 30 days to respond to that. Those crinkly metallic balloons that are so popular around Valentine's Day and other holidays will soon be contraband. It turns out they are an environmental nightmare and they can cause wildfires and power outages when they collide with electrical lines. Southern California Edison said those very balloons caused more than 800 outages and nearly 100 explosions last year alone. And even when the balloons manage to avoid power lines, they often wind up polluting wildlife. A couple of years ago, um, it was like two days after Valentine's Day, I picked up 31 balloons in one encounter out on the ocean. The state will start phasing them out by 2028. They'll fully be illegal by 2031. Some local governments are expediting that, though. Laguna Beach, for example, is expected to approve a ban on all balloons starting next week, not just the foil metallic ones. Thank you so much for watching. The news continues streaming on CBS News Bay Area. We will see you right back here at 11 o'clock.